Hi, Mama! So stoked to be here as always. I hope you're having an amazing day. I'm sitting in my cozy little closet talking to you, and it's a great day. So this is a continuation from the last episode, and it was such a big topic. I thought I would have trouble fitting it into one, and I definitely did. So here, I wanted to bring you the other half so that we had a full time to unpack these concepts because I know as a mom, fear is so real, especially now in the world with everything that's happening. It is so hard to avoid that fear trap and that worry. And so I really want to give time for this topic because I believe that God calls us to something different. God says, do not fear, only believe. God says, have courage. God says, do not worry about anything. And so I want to to flesh out for you how to do that. What does it look like to protect our kids without worrying about them? How do we bring, raise them up in the world while still raising them to be the, the salt and the light of the earth? How do we make big decisions like where to put them in school and if we should get them vaccinated or not and, and what to do, where to move, where to live? All of these big questions that people are facing right now. And there is an answer. God has an answer for you and he has a pathway that he wants you to follow so that you can protect your kids, so that you can equip them for everything that they're going to face in this life. And so I just wanted to spend lots of time unpacking that in uh, this episode. It's two parts. So this is the second half of it. If you haven't listened to the first half, make sure you start there. Go back and listen to that episode and then hop over here. And I'm believing that God is going to just give you some major breakthrough and I'm so excited for you. So let's hop in. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Okay, number three, we have to have hard conversations about all of the things. I know sometimes parents can skirt away from this, that conversations about sex and sexuality and drugs and pornography and, you know, the list goes on. These can be topics that we shy away from, that we don't want to go there. They're uncomfortable. We don't know what to say. We feel like we're going to mess it up. We, We just figure they'll figure it out like most of us did. But actually, this could not be more important. If we are not talking with our kids about these topics, their only source of information is going to be what the world says. And we know as Christ followers, the Bible says something completely different about these topics than what the world is saying. And I think most of us have seen the world is moving more and more in the opposite direction. And and this is becoming more and more pervasive in schools, teaching uh, opposite of what biblical truths are. And we've got to be aware of this and we've got to have these conversations regularly with our kids. And I've heard, you've probably heard things, I've heard things. I know uh, 
at least in California, middle schoolers are learning about gender fluidity. I know I've heard some classrooms in other parts of the country are no longer allowed to use he and she pronouns, but must only use they. Um, there's, there's so much happening in our world. And if we aren't having conversations with our kids about these topics, they are not going to take on a biblical worldview because it does not feel good to be a Christian right now. It, it kind of feels wrong. It feels like I can't believe this and uh, be right. I can't believe this and be loving. And I don't believe that's true, but I know it feels that way. It feels like I'm doing something wrong by believing what the Bible says. And if we feel that, having grown up in a generation before our kids where this was, you know, starting to be a part of our world, but nowhere near where it is now. How are, if if we're struggling, how are they going to handle it? It it is all in their face now. It is taught just right alongside uh, earth science, right? It's taught right alongside math. It is looked at as truth just as much as those are. You got to, you got to talk to your kids. Got to ask them questions. Ask them what they think. Ask them what they're learning about. Ask them what their struggles are. Tell them the truth of the Bible in love. Make sure we're always teaching from a place of love. That's who God is. God is a God of love. And so we cannot talk about this from a place of hate or just what is right and wrong. We got to talk about God loves everyone and the church should welcome everyone. However, God has created the world in a specific way and created humans in a specific way. And we've got to go there with our kids and and help them unpack it. Go into scripture, read it with them, read some books on this, some great books on this. Make sure your kids are aware of what is in the world. Make sure they're aware of the temptations that are going to be out there that could steal from them, right? Pornography is such a big one. And there's some really great, uh, actually picture books for kids that teach them uh, in just a beautiful, simplistic way for kids about how to, to not look at that if they see that, right? Because, you know, we're like 10 year olds often have access to the internet. And so at younger and younger ages, 10 is even pretty, pretty old. I think it happens a lot younger than that. And so if we're not talking about them and teaching them what to do when these moments arise, they're not going to know what to do. They don't, they don't know. And so we've got to have these conversations with them. And there's some really great books um, besides the, I'll link the picture book as well, but there's also some really great books from Focus on the Family that talk about sex starting at age three. And there's, uh, it's like a set of, I think five or six different books. And for each age, you read a different book and it teaches them about the concepts of, of what God says about sex in a way that that three-year-old can understand and, and is ready to digest. But we got to start younger than we think because the world is coming at them and we want them to have a healthy view of sex. Like sex is good. So you don't want to, to just separate it and say, oh, we should only talk about sex uh, when they're a teenager. That's too late. It's too late by then. We've got to start talking now. And, and there's nothing wrong with talking in a healthy way uh, with a three-year-old about sex because we want them to, to know God's plan. I don't even think the book that I'm referencing even uses the word sex. I've read it to my three-year-old and it's more talking about where babies are coming from and, and what God's plan is. And it's, it's really great. And so I really encourage you to get those books or so find some other Christian resources so you can begin engaging your kid wherever they're at. And no shame if you have missed that mark and they're older and you're like, oh gosh, I haven't had any of these conversations. That's okay. Start now. It's not too late. Just dive in and d- don't be awkward. <laughs> 
I know it can be hard, but just try and be chill. We're going to talk in the next episode about tips on uh, talking with teenagers. And so use some of those tips. Be cool. Don't be weird. It's okay. Like you don't have to feel weird about this. This is good. God created sex. We don't have to be ashamed of it. It's amazing. God is so good. And so we got to be cool with that and be ready to talk about these hard things with our teenagers, our young kids, all of it. So I hope that you'll dive into some of those conversations and equip yourself. If you don't know what the Bible says or you don't know how to talk about it, make sure you dive into some of the literature out there. There's a really great book I still need to read. It's called Embodied and it's by Preston Sprinkle. And I, again, have not personally read it yet, but my pastor has read it and it's just been a really great way to be equipped for this conversation because we do need to be equipped. We need to know how to answer some of our kids' questions. We need to know how to talk about biblical truth in a way that our kids can understand. We need to answer some of the questions we have because I think a lot of us are struggling with this. And so for any of you that are listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't know exactly what she's talking about, but I feel like I don't know where I stand on this. Hey, that's okay. Just dive in, do some research, figure out what the Bible does say. Also know that you are welcome here, no matter what you believe. You're welcome to be in this tribe wherever you're at in your faith journey. I want you here. And so I hope that you feel that in churches you go to as well. I believe that's the way of Jesus. So I want you to know no matter your beliefs on these topics, I love that you're here. But I do encourage you to go and dive into some literature, into the Bible, and to really equip yourself for these conversations that are not going to stop in our world. It's only going more and more in that direction. Okay, moving on to number four. This is one of the best ways you can protect your kids. We just talked about this in a full episode again, but going a little deeper, more specific to this topic, listen to the Holy Spirit and trust the Holy Spirit. So, you know, we just did have a whole whole episode on this and it's something you absolutely need in your parenting. You cannot neglect to invite the voice of the Holy Spirit in your parenting, but I want you to think about it with specifically with regards to looking at all these areas where we can fall into fear and anxiety. And I want you to remember to turn to God for the answers because he has them. Remember, he loves them more than we do, which feels impossible, but it's true. And if he loves them more than we do, and he's bigger than we can fathom, might he have some answers for our concerns? Might he have some solutions? Might we, might he have some direction he wants to take us? Right? If we're specifically, you know, for, for an example, if we're specifically looking at where to put our kids in school. Should we do a public school? Should we do a private school? What do we do? What's the right answer? Oh, I don't know if we can afford p- private school. Should we move? What are all the answers, right? And and each decision fo- is followed by a stream of decisions. And there's many implications for each decision. And so it can feel like a big, overwhelming decision to make. But when we lean into the voice of the Holy Spirit and we trust that he's going to speak and we trust what he says, then it's not so overwhelming anymore. Then all we have to do is lean into faith and trust, which I guess I shouldn't say all we have to do because it can be tricky, right? We have to constantly remind ourselves to turn back to God. But truly, once we get to that place, that's all it is, is just falling back into his voice, falling back into trust. It's like this trust fall. We just fall into his arms. We we just follow his direction. We don't question it. We don't uh, figure out how it's going to get us to point C. We follow his direction. 
Now, when I say you don't question it, with a big decision like this, I'm not saying don't get input from the outside. I'm not saying don't bring in your pastors or your leaders or, you know, literature or different things to to help you make this decision. Absolutely do that. But ultimately, God is going to lead us and we have to trust that he's going to lead us. Right? If it's, if it's that big of a decision that it's really going to impact the future of our kid, the future of our family, everything, of course, if it's really going to have that big of an impact, God is going to direct us. He's not just going to leave us hanging. He's not going to let us choose the wrong thing. If we're really seeking his voice and we're listening and we're being obedient to what he's saying. So let's, let's take all these big decisions and we bring them to the feet of God. Because I think for every family, this might look different. For some families, God's going to call you to private school and that's what it's going to look like to to be able to control more of what your kids are learning and be able to uh, have them in an environment that that feels like they're getting to learn about Jesus and they're not being bombarded with what the world believes at such a young age. For some of you, it's going to be public school, right? We're called to be the light in the darkness. And so if we're only surrounded by people that agree with us, how are we going to be the light? It's just like the light hanging out with the light and it's going to be light over here and dark over there. I don't think that works. And so for some of us, that means our kids being called into public school. And so that's why you have to have those conversations with them all of the time at home, these hard conversations so that they know the Bible, they understand the Bible, they know Jesus, they understand these hard topics. They're equipped for them, but now they get to go into those public schools and they get to be the light. They get to help show people to Jesus. They get to show people what it looks like to be different. They get to show people how much peace they walk in compared to what the world offers, right? There's, there's so much that God could do through that. And like if, like Alex was saying, if we can see our kids not just as these helpless little babies, but actually as these world changers that God is bringing up, that they're part of the army that God is calling up to change the world, then we don't have to feel scared about putting them in public school. We want to equip them and we want to cover them in prayer, absolutely, but we don't need to feel scared. Because God has them for a, there for a reason and a purpose. We don't need to back away from it. Or maybe God is going to call you to homeschool them and you are going to help pour into them at an even higher capacity and be able to equip them in such an amazing way so that when they are raised up from being a child, they can go into the world and be on mission and know from their core who Jesus is. And so the answer is going to be different for every family, even every kid, potentially. God will lead and guide you. And I I got this question a while ago. How do we help our kids be the salt and the light of the earth while protecting them? And this is how. These things are how as we pour into them, we create this safety in our relationship with them and we prepare them to go out into the world by having these hard conversations, by loving them and disciplining them, by being there for them and praying and asking God to lead us in what those specifics are of where he wants them to be. And so wherever you're at with this, Whatever, if it's school or if it's vaccination or if it's a different kind of decision, lean into God. And I don't believe there's a one size fit all fits all answer, but that God is going to have a different thing for each family. And with that, if you're really stuck on something, pray and fast on it. Set aside 
a month where you're going to pray and fast on this decision and you're going to wait on God to give you perfect clarity and an answer of what to do. These are not small things that we're having to decide for our kids. And uh, this is unprecedented, you know, figuring out and navigating some of these things. And so I don't want to minimize it. It's still big decisions that we have to navigate. However, I believe that God is, again, a big God. And so he has answers. But sometimes to fully seek his voice, to get clarity on it, we have to sacrifice something. And so maybe that's a fast for you and being fervent in prayer and praying with expectation that God is going to answer. So that is my thought on number four. Make sure you are listening and trusting the voice of the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you as your parent. Okay, last one, number five, just as this post said, as we already kind of talked about it, but help your kids understand that they can change the world. They can change the world. They are called to be the light of the world. They are called to go into the darkness and be the light. They are called to be on mission for Jesus. They aren't just called to play it safe. They aren't just called to get through these times. They aren't just called to survive. Rather, again, like like he said, they're called to go out and be part of God's army that he's raising up. And so we need to begin speaking to our kids in this way, reminding them of who they are, reminding them that they're not just uh, trying to avoid the hard things, that they're not just trying to get through school and learn enough to be okay and have a happy enough life to have a family and be comfortable, right? Those things aren't bad, but they're not the end of it all. You hear me talk about it all the time. We got to go on mission. That is part of why God put us on this earth. And so we need to remind our kids of this higher calling that God wants to do something through them, that he has placed gifts inside of them that he wants to use in the world. And, and part of growing up, is learning to use those, is learning to step into that identity as God's child. And the beautiful thing is that you're here, mama. And so God is doing something in you and God has brought you to this place, this podcast for a specific reason. I don't believe it's by accident, but he is calling your family. He is calling your family to step up and be a part of this army. And that starts with you. That starts with you living out your calling. You're here because you want healing. And with that healing, then you're going to step into this calling. And so don't let the healing just end with, oh, I'm comfortable now. I'm not stuck in my pain. Let it push you into mission and your kids are going to watch that. And as they watch that, as they watch you go out on mission, they're going to be inspired. They're going to see what it looks like to be in God's army. And then they're going to feel even more equipped to go and do that themselves. They're going to have more courage in them. And so we got to begin seeing our kids from this lens because it starts with that, right? We can't just see them as, oh, our little babies that we need to protect and watch out for and coddle and helicopter mom and all of these things, right? We have to see them as, as what they are, children of God. And as children of God, they are called to go out on mission. And so if we can begin seeing our kids from that lens, then we can begin speaking to them from that lens. And then they're going to begin seeing themselves from that lens as well. And that's where the magic happens, doesn't it? So amazing when you get to begin to see your kids walking out their calling, when you get to see them stepping further into their gifts. And, you know, even like little things at a young age, obviously this is not a full example of it, but just watching my son starting to be the light 
and just in small ways, you know, he's only three, but there was a day at church and there was a new girl there and she was really nervous. And I heard from the, the childcare leaders that they, that he invited her to sit next to him and he was with her the whole day and he was helping her when she got scared and he was just right side by side. He was introducing her to everyone around and Gosh, did that make my mama heart soar so much to see that he is beginning to walk in this gift mix that God has placed inside of him that he's noticing when someone feels left out and he feels bold enough to go out and reach out to them and to support them. And oh my gosh, that's amazing. And all of those amazing gifts are in your kids as well. And and they are stepping into them. And the more that we can speak into that and the more that we can help them understand who Jesus is, the more they're going to be able to go into the world and, and be that light. So I hope you're encouraged. I hope you're pumped up. I hope that you begin seeing the challenges in our world as opportunities to equip our kids, as opportunities for them to stand up, as opportunities for you to, to equip them to go into the world because God has trusted you with this job, mama, and it's no small thing. Don't take it lightly. It is, it is a big task, but you are equipped for it. Don't, don't, think any differently. God chose you, which means that you are equipped. All right, mama, let me pray for you and your families. God, I thank you for calling us to be mothers. God, what an incredible calling. God, thank you for trusting us with these kids that are so incredible. God, you are amazing. God, and I am just in awe of your bigness and your goodness and how much you trust us, God. And we just thank you that you love these kids more than we do, God, that while we want to choose to step into the fullness of who you're calling us to be as mothers, at the same time, all of the weight of who they're becoming and what's going to happen to them isn't fully on us. God, when we, when we're faithful to, to be these good mothers, you're calling us to be God, you come alongside us and you show us the direction and you whisper in our ears what to do next, God, and you ordain their steps, Lord. And so we just thank you that we can trust you with this. We thank you. We don't have to figure it out all on our own. And Lord, I just pray that you would speak so loudly to every mama listening, God, that you would show her the way you want her family to walk. Thank you that you have a plan. Thank you that there's an answer. Thank you that you're going to lead and guide them, God. And we trust that you're going to speak and we lean into your voice, God. Open our ears that we can hear and allow us to walk in your truth, Lord. And I just pray protection over every family that's represented here, Lord. I know that you're watching over them. I know that you are guarding them, God. And we thank you, that, Lord, for that. We thank you that you're big enough to handle it all, Lord. And we just pray that you would help us just to lean into you a little bit more, God. Give us people in our life to, to help us navigate this. Give us books to help us navigate this, God. Uh, just use scripture to highlight, to help us to see what to do, God. And we thank you that you you have an answer and we lean into you and we say, we're done with fear. We're done with anxiety. We're done with worrying about what's happening in the world. And we're ready to rise up as the army you're calling us to be God. And I just pray that anointing would be on every mama that's listening, Lord, and you would rise her up right now, God, help her to feel that anointing, help her to step fully into that God and help her to pass that down to her children, God. And I thank you for what you're doing, God. You are an amazing God. And we are so honored to get to do your work in this world. In Jesus name, we pray pray. Amen. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. 
Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.